The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast! I'm Amy! And I'm Nana, and this is episode 10. Damn. 10. But that means two months... And a yeah, half. yeah, I guess. Yeah, we've been doing well. You know, I, I thought that this social distancing thing um, was going to keep us from doing this every week, but it hasn't. I mean, it, we, we, we made it work. We made it yeah. work, fam. I it's actually it not work. terrible, but I kind of do miss like actually recording there. But I mean, do you I miss my get... closet? Yeah, no, not really. So I'm <laughs> quite happy in that aspect. But yeah. And also, I don't miss going over, trying to record for six hours, and then getting 30 minutes of content. <laughs> hey, at least, at least we're always fed here, okay? That's true. That's true. I do miss that. So that's. Yeah, yeah but we did it. 10th episode. It's, it's wow. somewhat of a milestone, right? We were allowed yeah. to celebrate. For sure. Know. Even though the world is still hurting and it's still a f- fucked up time, but we're celebrating our, our little achievements. Yep. Yes. Little by little. Yeah. Anything new in your life lately? Um, not really. I am just really busy with work and trying to figure out uh, how to do a virtual trade show. So in the- yeah. So um, basically during this time, like a lot of companies are coming out with new products and mm-hmm. we're not able to actually meet with people because you know they're so busy or they're socially isolated so the only way companies can really present products is through email or mm. phone calls and stuff and so I'm trying to figure out how to do a virtual trade show because I feel like it'd be pretty fun and then a lot of people would want to go and just try it out uh, but I don't know how to do it <laughs> So if anyone's ever done one before, please let me know because I need to figure this out by in two weeks or else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do with That's myself. Very challenging. Actually, I, I, I can ask my mom because I, I, oh? I think my mom was just in one recently. I don't oh. know how she did it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> cool, cool. How about you? What's new with you? Um, we actually went out for the very first time since quarantine started, and by out, I meant, I mean, we were literally outside. It was um, one of our friend's birthday, mm-hmm. um, and so we decided to surprise him at a park. Um, two of our guy friends kind of Wait, bored him out saying that. last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. Like my... <laughs> <Damn> nothing! <laughs> I'm keeping this in there. <laughs> I've just been stuck inside this house oh <laughs> going out for fresh air when I get the mailbox with my mask on. Oh, I got yelled at by my neighbor today because Why? the because garb- <laughs> it was Canada Day and the garbage day was pushed back a day and I didn't know that. Um, so we had our garbage outside and he came over and was like, the raccoons are going to get into the green bin. You better take your garbage bin back. And um, that was my excitement for the day. <laughs> oh my god, she yelled at you? Yeah, me did. He's kind of like our, our volunteered neighborhood watch guy. Oh, okay. He's, uh, he's yelled at uh, like our friend who parked their car in front of our house to go for a walk in the trail behind our neighborhood. He mm. yelled at him because he took a piss um, in the wild. 
you saw him because his house is at it's at the very end of the street so right beside the entrance to the trail and uh so this friend decided to take a piss there because he can't go into our house right because of social distancing and like we we can't let him into our house so he had no choice but to take a piss there and um he got caught and um yeah yeah, to be fair, if it was me, I would have yelled at him too, so... Uh... Yeah, but it was, like, in the wild, and what what's he supposed Clearly to do? Clearly not, if it was in front of his house. <laughs> but, no, but our trail literally starts right at the end of the street of our neighborhood. So, between his house, like his private property... A little bit, you know? Like, <laughs> I guess around so. Around the corner, don't see any houses, and then take a piss? Like, no. I guess so. I don't know, but yeah, he got yelled at, and uh, I, I got yelled at by the same guy today. So that was the excitement for me for the day. Probably hear that. He's been acting kind of strange recently. Why? Because he's really scared of fireworks, loud noises, vacuums, oh. and in the last three days, he met all three. Oh and, no! Because yeah, it's Canada Day. I know, and he's all anxious and weird, and he's acting like a chihuahua. No offense to chihuahuas. I mean. All the offense to chihuahuas. All the- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm hitting at chihuahuas. <laughs> so the poor guy is just not having it. Oh. But hopefully this weekend he'll be better. Yeah, I gotta admit that I was looking at pictures of him on my phone today because I missed a little guy. And Lehman called me. He's like, are you just looking at pictures of Amy's dog again? I'm like, yes, do you have a problem with this? <laughs> if you have a problem with this, get me my own dog. God damn it. <laughs> Sometimes Nana posts photos of Charlie like he's her dog or something, and I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll be like, oh, that's a cute dog. That's my dog. Wait, wait, that's not me posting my dog's. Okay, it's not. I, I don't remember taking this picture of my dog. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And it's just a casual photo. It's just like a yeah. photo of Charlie sleeping. It's like so cute. So it's like, yeah. Like someone's mom posted a photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a I need my own dog. Um, yeah. Charlie's just so damn cute, okay? Just just be glad that, you know, if anything were to happen to you, somebody would take good care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, we've been like feeling kinda bad because like because we're in quarantine, there's no time for you to take care of him, so yeah. So maybe later on in a couple months or whatever, we'll mm-hmm. give him, throw him over to you when we're tired of his shit. You'll know where I am. All right. Shall we get started on this week's stories? What are we talking yeah. about today? <laughs> have a crazy topic. It is one I can't believe we haven't dived into yet. I don't think we've heard any stories about this topic yet. Not really. No. no. It is. Drum roll. Drum. <laughs> <laughs> mother-in-laws from hell and yeah specifically mother-in-laws from hell so yeah um you know i don't know if this is a thing like for everybody but at least in chinese traditions like the a daughter and the mother-in-law the girl and the mother-in-law have have to be very careful with their relationships because it's like a known thing that they don't get along but in the recent years i don't know what happened it's become a trend for mother-in-laws and the girl to become best friends like they go shopping together they dress alike they have the same hairstyles they get the same nails done and it's a very weird phenomenon which i haven't actually seen in real life only on the internet so i'm skeptical about this jeez yes 
you that's imagine? That's almost more terrifying than not being right. <laughs> like friends. Yeah, imagine if Kevin's oh. mom came to you and be like, can we go to the mall together so we can get the same outfit and get our hair done the same and get our nails done the same? I mean, I would do it because, you know, out of respect, but the whole time I'd be trembling like a leaf. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What does she want from me? <laughs> oh, yeah. But today's stories are all about a mother-in-law's from hell. And um, I hope that none of you can relate with this and just listen to these stories a shits and giggles but um if you can i am sorry but if you have your own stories to share please do yep shall we begin let's do it all right now the first story comes from a user called <laughs> entitled bitch <Oof. Yikes. laughs> um i wonder if she just made this uh account just for the mother-in-law probably, probably so yeah, yeah. This whole story is about the wedding of uh, her sister's wedding and everything that the mother-in-law had done. And it's as somebody who is uh, engaged to be married, I this gives me severe anxiety. Like I was literally scratching everywhere when I was reading this because it just gave me hives. Nightmare. Okay, let's begin. So she starts by saying, this is not my mother-in-law, but my sisters. We're planning the wedding. And she tried to take my sister go dress shopping with her instead of my own mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Like, to be fair, I did go dress shopping with Lehman's mom too, but it was my own choice. And right. yeah, the, the, like, uh, anyway. We don't have to go into your mommy issues so early. Right? <laughs> it's, it's too early. Maybe in the later, later, the later stories. Yeah. Yeah. Later stories. Okay, so let's talk about the wedding venue. She says, my sister wanted to get married in a church in our city, but mother-in-law was insisting that they get married in her city, which was two hours away. And mm. the discussion ended with a compromise, church here, and then reception two hours away. Wow. Problem is that 80% of our side of the family live another two hours from the reception location. So they had to drive through the reception city to get to the church and then back to the reception city for dinner. And since there was a breakfast at my mother's um, house the next morning for our family, God love them all, they drove from the reception city to our city the next morning and then back through the reception city to get back home. Fucking nightmare already. Okay. And admittedly, this is not totally on the mother-in-law, but if my sister had her way, it was her wedding. Um, the reception would have been here after the church ceremony and they would they would have saved at least two hours of driving. Actually, four hours of driving because of the back and forth. Yeah. Oh, this is already making me angry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about the actual reception. And she says, oh my God, worst night of my life. I can only mm. imagine how it was for the, the bride herself. So going back to the mother-in-law, she says she practically kidnapped the photographer so she could get hundreds of photos for her family, some of whom came in from Europe and had never even met the groom. So they also didn't care enough to wear decent clothes. They wore jeans and t-shirts. And after we got the photos from the photographer, it became obvious just how much she controlled the photographer. There was not even one single picture of just my siblings and my sister, who, by the way, again, was the bride. And um, we had one family photo and it included my mother and my father, who had been divorced for 18 years by then. It was not a bad photo, 
but it was not one photo that either of my parents would have wanted to hang in their walls at. Oh my god. I am sorry, but what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cringe. Like, oh my god. Photographers are expensive, first of all, and they're professional. So usually when you find a wedding photographer, you understand their portfolio, you understand their style. That's why you chose them in the first place. And you can't just kidnap someone and direct them to take photos of just family portraits, okay? They're there to capture moments during the wedding, like candid moments. If you wanted to take selfies with your family, you have a smartphone for that woman. Do I sound angry? I'm okay. Are you okay? (laughs) hitting close to home or (laughs) no i i did uh, no not hitting close to home but it's just i'm putting myself in the bride's shoe and this just i'm sweating (laughs) anyway so then came the speeches oh god fuck me so the best men spent the whole time talking about the groom which is okay but at some point it's just too much to this day i don't think he even mentioned my sister by name once Now, because of the aforementioned divorce of my parents and the fact that we were um, basically estranged from my father, our side didn't have anyone to make a speech. Thankfully, my should-be-a-politician cousin loves the mic and helped out a little. Uh, But by the end of the speeches, though, it was clear that this was not my sister's wedding. It was her mother-in-law's. But wait! And there's more! So... The bride and groom purchased thank you gifts for everyone who attended, and it was this nice little candlestick type of thing, and they were they were a hit. Everybody loved them. But the mother-in-law decides to hand them out herself, ignoring the plan of having the bride and groom give them out as they say goodbyes to their guests. The mother-in-law also decided that one per person wasn't good enough for her family, so she gave my relatives one, but gave her family two per person. And when my aunt saw what she was doing, so she was walk, basically walking over and looking for for more of the candles to give to her own family. Um, and they actually saw the mother-in-law take one from my father's table because he had two by his plate. One of them was from my grandmother who couldn't make the wedding. The mother-in-law literally stole my grandmother's gifts off the table. So then my aunts decided to put theirs away before they got stolen too and putting them into their purse and under the tables. However, the mother-in-law saw them doing that, putting them under the table and went to the best men and lied and told them that their my aunts were thieves and they were stealing the candlesticks. So the best man came over to talk to me and I listened to him and then I told him that for his own safety, he should probably walk away for me immediately <laughs> and so he did good for you girl good for you but unfortunately I started drinking gin straight at some point and I hit the glass tabletop in my hotel room and I broke it and then I ended up getting four stitches so I don't drink gin anymore you know what for everything that happened that night that is not the angriest she could have gotten so yeah that's <laughs> actually yeah I mean at anybody's sister's wedding somebody could have gotten four stitches you know from drinking too much but for everything that you've been through girl that's nothing that's oh yeah oh yeah yeah um through it all though despite the fact that the mother-in-law treated my family like garbage because she thought she had more money and class that than our side of the family i held it together and i didn't make a scene my sister still doesn't know any of this had happened 
I wasn't going to ruin my sister's wedding over the inappropriate behavior of her monster-in-law. Damn. Wow. Good for her, though, for not going to her sister and be like, by the way, this she is what my mother-in-law's doing. Yeah. 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 Good for her. I mean, it takes a lot to control that and keep it to her because she obviously doesn't want her sister to freak out on her own wedding. That's a good sister. Good for you. You're taking all the heat and telling the best man to fuck off yeah. <laughs> and eventually getting four stitches. But yeah. God damn. Wow, that is horrible. I'm surprised the sister, like the bride, didn't right? say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Or like the husband, you know? Like if I was her, I probably would have said something to my husband to be like, hey, yeah. get your mom under control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't think I would have kept my composure through at all. But thankfully, my mother allowed to be would never do shit like this. But damn yeah sorry entitled bitch i mean i guess that's not her name i shouldn't call her entitled bitch. No. sorry <laughs> well i'm glad she got through that and no more weddings with this crazy woman hopefully she doesn't yeah. also she doesn't have to deal with this mother-in-law so yeah. that's a lucky thing let's just pray for her sister for the bride yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good luck good luck sis okay <laughs> This is the second story. These stories actually make me so mad. We should have like a disclaimer for our listeners to listen to this after, I don't know, 8 p.m. with yeah. a glass of <laughs> Wine. something hard. Yeah. <laughs> gin. Yeah. Mm, okay. Not gin. No. <laughs> okay. So this one was uh, written by someone with a username. She's lost in the sauce. And I hope yeah. she was lost in the sauce for this story. So. <laughs> Um, she says, I'm 24 and he's 25. I met my fiance three years ago. And when I met his mom initially, she was really nice and was always giving or buying me stuff, which now I realize was just a big show. I'd always appreciated it and always showed kindness. I am a shy person by nature and not really good at communicating. So my boyfriend and I at the time were spending every day together and he was at my apartment a lot. Then my mother-in-law asked me if I wanted to move in. And this was a couple months for into us dating. So him and I talked about it and thought, okay, let's do it. Because I was forced out of my job and trying to find another that paid as good as I was. They have a three-story house and she was insisting that he lived there all the time. So I thought it shouldn't be that bad. First problem is that I have a health problem. I can't eat junky food constantly or eat lots of salt. I had a heart attack at 22 and I have to maintain a decent diet or it could severely hurt me when I'm older. So my mother-in-law would ask me if I wanted to eat dinner and I would kindly say, no, thank you. I got something and I, I would keep my food up in a fridge upstairs in his room because I needed a special diet. So apparently this would piss her off. Okay, this I'm, I'm pretty sure this would piss off most mother-in-laws not eating their food. I thought I know that would piss my mom off. Yeah, like, for sure. She wouldn't even understand dietary. My food is not good enough for you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so my mother-in-law would talk about me to his family saying it was rude, even though she knew that if I ate a peanut, my face would swell up red because of the salt. All they eat is junky food, so I forced myself to eat a couple meals here and there. But even if I didn't want more, she would get mad. And I truly couldn't eat more because of my dietary restrictions. 
She had three other brothers who were between 10 to 15, and they're all over 200 pounds and have a hard time getting up the stairs because she wouldn't feed them anything healthy or enforce any kind of exercise. That's crazy. That's just that's bad so parenting. Yeah, that's like abuse, man. Yeah, um, so then she goes, I go to the gym and I work out to maintain a good weight and healthy diet so my problem doesn't get out of control. I usually work out at 8 p.m. a lot. And then sometimes I'd come home when I forgot my gym clothes and then I'd change and then go back out. I would have makeup on because I wear makeup to work. And then she started to spread around that I was going out cheating because why else would she wear makeup to the gym? Forward to warmer months, I like to go kayaking and hiking. I'm an outdoorsy person. So my friends and I um, took photos and did all this stuff. And then she started to spread around that I was going out with guys and that there's no way it's just myself and girls going. Again, I had a talk with her that I just don't sit at home in the summer on my days off. I like to go outside and be active. And this is when I really started to hate her and I haven't been able to stop. Then one day, my friends and I went to a pool and we took pictures of us at the pool and my bathing suit was a little showy. I mean, it's it's a bathing suit, Um, (laughs) but that's how the swimming suit was made. And we posted them on Instagram. She had her niece on Instagram, who I thought was my friend. Um, So her niece stalked my Instagram, screenshotted it and sent it to her so that she could send it to her coworkers at work and call me a whore. That's fucked. Yeah. So... I was really embarrassed and I apologized for it and told her that usually I don't post summer bikini shots, but we were just having fun and I apologized that my bathing suit was a little showy. I also noticed some texts on her phone about me as well, where she was saying she's probably been cheating all along. Wow. She's so fucked. And then my boyfriend and I got engaged. I didn't get any congratulations or anything from her. She didn't even say it to my boyfriend. Wow. Even when we found a home together recently, she just got angry. She's really upset that my fiance and I don't live with her anymore. And I'm just happy I don't get to see her. But my fiance is getting really upset because I refuse to go over there to eat dinner or even visit. I don't even plan to go over there for Christmas or anything. I mean, I don't really blame her. Yeah, I can't blame her. (laughs) Like, that's horrible. But also, like... I feel like this would hurt my relationship as well. So that's that's just so challenging. Like, what do you do in that case? Yeah. But, like, she's been... The, the mother-in-law has literally been abusing this girl for this whole time. Yeah. If the husband or the fiancé doesn't stand up for her his fiance and expects her to just suck up to his mom, then that's not okay either. Like, yeah, that's, like, adding your- to the abuse. Exactly. Like, as as the son, I understand that you want to, like, be nice to your mom and, like, be a good son, but you have to also be a good husband to your mm-hmm. woman. You know, like, where's the balance? Like, you, if it's one thing if he doesn't see what's happening, if his mom is just doing all this behind his back, but if you yeah. know that this is happening, you have to say something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Well, that fucking sucks. That's really fucked up. Like, and also, how boring is your life that you have to be talking to your coworker? Yeah, that's that is so fucked. Like, you're asking people to stalk her Instagram, and also, girl, never apologize for posting bikini photos on Instagram. That is your body, your choice, your Instagram account. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that made me <laughs> so sad that she had felt like she had to apologize for that. Fuck that yeah. shit. Well, Ugh. all right. And the third story comes from a username. Asia, 
I say that right? Ashia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she says, I am a 20-year-old raised by 100% Indian parents in India. I don't know if it's a well-known fact outside of India, but Indian mother-in-laws are um, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I have a multiple stories to dish about my grandmother. So these are actually all about her mom's mother-in-law. Right. Let's begin. So when my mom was pregnant with me, she was at her in-laws place. My grandmother always told her to do the dishes and other household chores when my mother should have been resting because she's wow. pregnant. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whenever a guest would come, she would ask my mother to go inside the room and rest for show while she took over the task my mother was doing before the guests arrived and then she would complain to the random guests how much she has to work and how well she takes care of her daughter-in-law bitch please wow what a bitch so she's also saying like while this is all happening her dad was um in their home city like another city working so he wasn't there to witness all of this Mm. it's actually interesting because when my mom was pregnant with me she was living with my dad's parents as well because they didn't have enough money to get their own place and i actually lived with my grandparents and my parents together until i was like two years old that's when my parents got their own place oh cool But my grandmother was an angel, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, not like this. Yeah, not like this. Uh, another story was the day I was born. This took place in a hospital in my hometown. Even during this instance, my father wasn't there um, and he was in the U.S. He was expecting to arrive 10 days before my due date, but I guess she came early and he oh. wasn't there. So she says, my mother went into labor and was in labor forever. Her water didn't break, so the doctors did a scan of her stomach, and it turns out the umbilical cord had wrapped itself around my neck, and my heartbeat oh. was slowing at an alarming rate, so it was fucking dangerous, okay? That's so scary. Um, yeah. So natural birth wasn't actually an option, and they had to perform an emergency C-section. Someone needed to sign the surgical papers as my mom wasn't in the right state due to excessive pain. When they approached my mother's mother-in-law, so her grandmother, she threw a big tantrum. She fell to the floor, hitting her head and crying. Everybody in this family had a normal birth, not her. What the Um, fuck? Why are you doing that? (laughs) Excuse me, lady. Someone, like, the baby's gonna die. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Oh like, my God. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you please get off the floor um, and stop Sorry, this fucking shit. Yeah, it's not like we're asking you to give the birth. We're just asking oh you to send God. the papers so we can perform the surgery and save your fucking grandchild. Wow. Anyway. So um, at the time, my mother's sister was present, so I guess her aunt, um, with her daughter, so her cousin. So they signed the paper quickly as they would have like the surgery can't be delayed any further because if it did i would have been dead right my mother's mother-in-law to her grandma twisted the story when her dad finally arrived um and told him that my aunt signed the paper without her consent since then my dad has always been awkward around my aunt so when my mother actually tries to confront my dad he always says don't falsely accuse my mother and basically the typical indian shit apparently it's a typical thing for for sons to think that their mom is the greatest goddess it's it's a whole thing oh fuck yeah so whenever my mom's mother-in-law does or says anything to my mom my mom would never say anything to my dad because she knows that this would be his reaction 
just assume that his mom is a god and whatever bad thing that his wife says about his mom is falsely accusing. That's fucked. That is a very, very, very difficult. That's so toxic. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't even tell him honestly what's happening and he just won't believe you. That's fucked. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. if had this girl's aunt not been there, she would have died. Daughter might have died. Yeah. Because your mom was on the floor crying for no apparent reason. Like, why are you doing that? I don't understand. <laughs> Everybody had a normal birth except you. Yeah, what the fuck? Can you imagine okay. being that? Okay. Cool and? Story, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Actually, when I was born, my grandmother was mad at my mom, too. My dad's... My, actually, both of my grandparents, my dad's parents were mad at my mom because I was a girl. Oh. And they didn't talk to her. According to what? my mom, they didn't talk to my mom for, for a few days because I was a girl. Oh. But, like... Um, that's not decided by her. Like, hello. <laughs> they obviously okay. didn't know that at the time. But okay, hold on. I think my mom knew that I was a girl. My mom's always wanted a girl, so she was happy about it. But because okay, my family is kind of like a, a guess special situation. My grandparent, my dad's parents had eight children, and my dad is the only son. So my dad has seven sisters. And I'm an only child because back then in China, you can only have one child. Now you can have more than one. But when I was born, my generation, my our parents can only have one. So I guess I was the only chance for the Ren last name to continue oh. on. Oh, yes. But because I'm a girl, technically ended with me because my dad's the only son and I'm the only child. And my children will be named after my husband. Right. So that's why they were upset but like why are you mad at my mom that's not decided by her <laughs> yeah a lot of pressure but Damn. my mom didn't give a shit though she's like eh whatever <laughs> i wanted a daughter <laughs> that's good well your mom yeah she's she knew what she wanted but like that was yeah. the same with kevin because his sister was born first and because yeah. of the one child rule his parents actually had to move to canada to have a second child and hope it was a male <laughs> What if it wasn't a boy? Would they have just kept going until they hit a son? I don't... I guess so. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, I guess that's what my grandparents parents were doing, too. Yeah. And then my, my dad was the fourth kid, and they tried to have another son. But by the eighth one, they were like, fuck it, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> that's a lot. That's oh a lot God. of kids. And my grandma was a tiny, tiny, tiny lady. She was, like, at her tallest, youngest. Wow. She was five feet nothing and just eight kids out of her god damn insane that's a lot of babies man yeah too many anyway okay are you guys ready for this one this one's a little extreme it's extreme sports the best for last i did save the best for it's not the yeah it's i guess it's the craziest one so it's the best of the worst. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this one was sent in by someone named Shira. And so she goes, my husband and I have been together for three years, married for one year. I was forewarned by my husband that his mom is top not crazy. Okay. So he already knew she was crazy. That's oh, funny. At least, yeah. At least we know that he's on her side. Yeah. And he gave her a warning. So that's good. But how much can that warning really help? Okay. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> so background on me, I am non-confrontational, an overpleaser, and have a really hard time when people don't like me. Hey, yo. 
Um, because <laughs> I am, <laughs> yeah. and because I'm so neurotic about my relationships that I want to please everyone, I hardly ever have issues with anyone in my life. Mm. But I have multiple ulcers to prove that niceness isn't always the answer. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm actually trying to learn to be more assertive and not so nice. Good. That's a thing. Good. Yeah. Please yourself first before you please anyone. This could go. For oh, that's yeah. <laughs> but it applies to that as well. Yeah. But, Live life like how you want to have sex. Please yourself first before <laughs> anyone else. Write that down. <laughs> like I'm still trying to be nice, but then I also know my boundaries. So like when someone tries to take advantage of it, then I know you know step back. You can only fake it for so long. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she goes. My husband is very on and off with his mom. He is her only child. Oof. (laughs) They will always be fine. Like, he'll he'll put up with her bullshit until he reaches a breaking point and then he stops talking to her. We believe she is... Yeah. (laughs) We believe she's a narcissist. A lot delusional and also heavily abusing Xanax. Mm. Oof. Yeah, she's always been overly obsessed with my husband, and so in turn, I am a threat. So when I first met my husband, he was in a really bad place and getting his life together. He's bipolar and was not getting help for it. So anytime he did try to get help or was getting better, she would do something completely destructive to ruin it because she wanted him broken and dependent on her. That is so fucked up. (laughs) Yo, don't, this is just the beginning, man. Just wait. Oh, no. <laughs> so when I met him, they weren't actually speaking. But at least once a year, he feels guilty and reaches out to her to try to fix things. When we were dating, I was constantly put in the middle, protecting him, but also trying to decipher her feelings because he desperately wanted to have her in his life. But she is toxic AF. They would get into a fight and she would immediately call me to try to tell me that he's crazy and rude and try to turn me against him. Obviously, <laughs> Yeah, obviously I never believed her because I was normally there when they would get into a fight on the phone and I would hear the whole conversation and it was just her screaming at the top of her lungs about nothing at all. She gives things with a shady purpose to hold it over your head forever. Anything she does comes with strings. Uh. Yeah. When we got engaged and started planning our wedding, she made a point that she was not going to pay for anything for our wedding because she wanted it to be about us and not her wait what (laughs) we also we also didn't want anything held over our heads for the rest of our lives so we were okay with this fair enough so my parents my husband and I paid for our whole wedding but my mother-in-law decided she wanted to throw a rehearsal dinner which we didn't ask her to at first the place we were going to have dinner at was willing to give us a huge discount because of how big our party was but my mother-in-law single-handedly bullied the coordinator to the point where she told her that she couldn't work with her anymore, and another coordinator was put on our party. Then our dinner became extremely more expensive because of how awful she was. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. The whole dinner was an I love my son tribute party, and she never spoke of me at all the whole night. But I didn't care because it was her dinner, and I never asked for it. So, cut to our wedding day. She shows up an hour late to the ceremony, so we had to start an hour late. Not one apology, and apparently she was going around to all of our friends and families, shit-talking us through the whole reception. Wow. Good What's the matter with you? Jesus Christ. Yeah, so funny. I was even wait for her in that in the exactly, first Exactly, right? <laughs> so, cut to a year later, um, we got a seven-month puppy, and my mother-in-law showed up unannounced to our home. 
She hates Uh, dogs and knew that we had one. She came in and made sure the dog didn't get near her. Then she left. It was a surprisingly decent visit. She was pleasant. So cut to Thanksgiving. We're all sitting down with all my husband's extended family and my mother-in-law sits next to me. I'm in the middle of a conversation with his uncle and she interrupts and says, your dog attacked me. I had to go to the ER. And I brushed it off because it's normal for her to make all these crazy claims. And all I say is, I'm sorry you feel that way. (laughs) She's not rational at all. So we obviously decide to leave. And as she hugs my husband, she she whispers, your dog did attack me and your wife doesn't care at all. And my husband says back, mom, we both know it's not true. <laughs> like you can only be so crazy for so yeah. long until everybody knows how you are and it doesn't work anymore it's the boy who cried wolf exactly yeah so for the next month she progressively gets worse calling almost daily screaming about how my dog is vicious how she's gonna call animal control and get the police to get her put down my husband in one conversation when he finally got the chance to speak over the screaming said Mom, we have a baby cam in the living room where we were the whole time. I checked it. The dog didn't even get near you. I can send you the footage. She freaks out screaming about how I am a bitch and I stole him away and that my family is perfect and he can go be with his new family. And then she starts claiming my husband's aunt took her to the ER for the dog bite. So my husband hangs up, calls his aunt immediately, and she says, no, she never took her to the ER. And then hangs up because no one wants to upset this woman because she is like, light your house on fire slash your tires crazy. Damn. So one day, she actually sat outside of our house for five hours while neither of us were home. Called me 102 times, my husband 180 times, and his business partner about 15 times. Holy shit. When I got home, I found all the gifts and things we had given to her over the past three years sitting on our doorstep, along with a dog treat that I am 99% sure was poisoned. Our building has a door code, so I have no idea how she got in. It's so creepy. Oh my god, that's so terrifying. Uh, she needs she needs somebody like a pro- professional person to look after her. Yeah, shit, <laughs> that's so terrifying. Um, so my husband ended up blocking her on everything. And for the next year, she went around to his whole family saying that I'm the reason they weren't speaking, that I'm changing him and I'm tearing her family apart. She's always the victim. She's never done anything wrong in her life, apparently. Like, I feel like at this point, everyone kind of knows this woman is like, so it's not it. But like, that's horrific. She's, She's so sinister. Yeah, I'm surprised that she still has people to talk to at this point and still has people to like complain about two other people like who still listens to her at this point uh herself (laughs) yeah that's all that matters that's Mm -hmm. terrifying so up to this week my husband unblocked her months ago because he felt bad and guilty and she'll call once a month and right when he answers it she's screaming already she has alienated herself and is incredibly lonely because of her behavior because she doesn't only do this to my husband she does it to everyone she's mean and vindictive One time at his cousin's wedding, my mother-in-law, her niece, and I were talking, and she says to her niece, your dad was talking about you the other day, but I really don't think I should tell you. He says he hates you and you're dead to him. That's so messed up. And then she sat there and consoled her crying niece. What the fuck? That's messed up. That is, what the fuck? I'm so scared. Okay, 
But the other day she called and my husband decided to answer it with a glimmer of hope that she had given up this whole vendetta. Yeah, right, buddy. He answers and the first thing she says is, are you alone? Because I would really like to speak to my son for once. Can we meet other than your house? And my my husband said, sure, you aren't allowed in my home anyways to protect my wife and my dog. So they meet <laughs> up and for two hours she cycles through the same sob stories. Your dog attacked me. Your wife is a bitch. I'm all alone and sick and probably going to die. She fakes illnesses regularly. Then she decides to throw this curveball. Remember when we met your wife's family for dinner? They only talked about their other daughter the whole time. Her family doesn't even like her, which obviously isn't true. She just sits at her home alone in her thoughts, making up random crap to support her crazy narrative. It's honestly insane and doesn't feel real at all to me that she's a real person. I support whatever my husband needs to feel at peace with this relationship with his mom, but I made it very clear to him that I don't trust her and have no plans of having a relationship with her because she actively tries to attack my marriage and says horrible things about me when I have done nothing but be nice to her. When things were good, I was the one making sure we went to all family events, kept her in the loop with our life and everything else. I should also add that my husband does stand up for me and our marriage every time she attacks and says horrible things. He's been really good through all of it, and the fact that he sees the crazy and doesn't enable it is the only reason I put up with all of it. My family and parents have been so great and basically adopted my husband emotionally. Luckily, his parents divorced when he was really young, and they both remarried, and my husband's dad and stepmom are also so supportive and great. That is fucking nuts. Holy shit. Okay, I, like, started to feel bad for this woman that's crazy mother-in-law like she obviously is so yeah she's sick she needs professional help yeah and i think i think her son should not be the help and the emotional strength for her for her this woman because it's not like he can't help her yeah he needs to find somebody for her and i am sorry if i called you crazy lady please don't come and kill me yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in this case, like she definitely there's like definitely some mental illness going on and she needs some professional help, but it's also nice to know that the husband is aware of the situation and like she's basically there to support her husband too because like it's it's bad for him. It's like a lot yeah. worse for him, right? So Yeah. And her family's so nice too. Her family yeah. emotionally adopted him. I mean, that's he feels like he has parents and supportive family members now yeah. too. Yeah, that's really parents. important. God damn. Okay, I will not complain about my mother for next month. Um. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so we're gonna get into the what the fuckness of why mother-in-laws are... Why do mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws fight so much? This is like one of those questions that's like one of those what is the meaning of life questions yeah (laughs) well it's crazy because like in-laws are one of the top three reasons for marital stress so it's in-laws infidelity and then stepchildren that put stress on marriage yeah and that is crazy yeah and 60 percent of married women experience stress because of a spouse's mother but only 15 percent of married men have stress because of a spouse's mother. So it's really like a mother-daughter type thing. 
Why is that? That is so weird. Like, I aren't women supposed to support each other? Why is this happening? <laughs> There's like different evolutionary thoughts behind this of why okay. this happens. One of them makes more sense for our society. So I got this from a, a post by the National Health Science, and it's called "Does Your Mother-in-Law, Daughter-in-Law Drive You Crazy?" There's a legit, <laughs> a legit scientific reason why you guys don't get along. <laughs> Okay, so, let's let's hear it. The theory, which I think makes a little bit more sense, is they were doing research on chimpanzees and they found that there's like the female dominating factor. So the mom first has all the love and respect of her son, and then her son finds a girlfriend or like a, a spouse, a mate, mm-hmm. and then all that attention goes to the mate, and the mom wants to still feel dominant, and so then she'll just lash out at the person who is getting all the affection mm. from the sun. And so, yeah, I think that, that makes may- sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so- like if you think about it in today's terms, a mother raises their son, and I think most mothers think of their son as the best men in the whole world. Ten yeah. times better than their father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when like somebody that they've literally raised from an, an infant to the best men in the world is taken away by another woman, they probably feel like that all their hard work is being, you know, enjoyed by another woman who just waltzed into this guy's life, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. most mothers pro- are probably happy for their son for finding a mate that's like that loves them. But you know, deep down, I think most women probably feel feel that way. <laughs> yeah, like they feel like they're losing their son, basically. And another woman. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some of them don't even know that they're being bitches. <laughs> no, legit. Like, I think sometimes they just they just do things and then they don't realize what their actions are doing to the other person. Like, they just think that they're I don't know. I, I really hope I'm not like that when I become a mom, so. Me too. Yeah. That's where they actually think that menopause came from, because then it doesn't allow a daughter and a mom to be at a reproductive stage at the same time, so menopause is actually supposed to make the mom kind of let go and be nicer to the daughter. Is that, does that only happen when the mother has a son or is it just like in a part of the mother's life they they start to be nicer to their daughters because I can relate to this. (laughs) I think it's just with the son. Um, Yeah, sorry, sorry. There's no hope, okay, cool. Yeah, Um. (laughs) yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. So that's why they think that menopause has evolved in humans so that mothers and daughters would be less likely to be pregnant at the same time so they won't fight as much so sometimes yeah if if your mother-in-law and you are fighting a lot then it'll get better when your mother-in-law has menopause or goes through menopause do you want to go over the types of mother-in-laws from hell sure so we've gathered four types of mother-in-law from hell and um, the first one is the critical mother-in-law so the critical mother-in-law is somebody who is always criticizing everything that the daughter-in-law does so that includes cleaning the house and or like coming over to your house and cleaning the house for you which implies daughter-in-law is not capable of cleaning or sending self-help books or gym membership as gifts implying that they could do better or be better basically uh i guess kind of like a backhanded compliment saying like oh here's a gift for you but it's a gym membership yeah no one likes that gift yeah, nobody likes that. Oh, I, unless you've asked for it. But like, this is very, I guess, passive or aggressive. 
Mm -hmm. They're not confrontational, but they'll they'll send you like shitty messages like this. Yeah. Um, the next one is the possessive mother-in-law. So the major conflict between a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law arises from this: the mother was the most important woman in her son's life. Now the wife is. That is entirely as it should be. Yet many mothers have difficulty with it, especially if they are widowed or divorced, or if they do not have close relationships with other children or other people in general. So a lot of moms that I know,、um, they don't have close friends, or in Chinese, I, I'm always referring to the Chinese community be, because, like, obviously I'm Chinese and I know <laughs> my mom's Chinese.、Um, they Chinese people don't like to tell their friends about the. Shitty parts of their life,、so、they don't really like talk to their friends about complaints. They rather talk to their kids and complain about their kids' father or their their life to their children instead of to their friends. So when they talk to their friends, they're always like sharing the best part. Oh, my kid did this. They achieved this. Oh, I just got this. My life is great because of the whole saving face. Phenomenon. So if they don't have anybody to complain to, they're going to not and basically yeah, exactly. Grow up. And the next one is the too helpful mother-in-law. <laughs> too helpful. So <laughs> this is in the mother-in-law that's sending your sending you homemade meals, doing your groceries for you, giving you loans. This might be nice initially, but this will make the couple feel incapable or sometimes feel like. You're not trusted by your mother or your mother-in-law. Like, say, thinking maybe your mom doesn't think you're good enough to do things on your own. Right. And the last one is the too pushy mother-in-law. So, this is somebody who does not recognize boundaries. Um, if they are given a key, they drop by all the time without calling ahead of time. They invite themselves to family vacations. And、uh, basically, it's just always around when you don't expect them to be. I feel like I know people who are gonna be this type of mother-in-laws,、yeah. just by the way they act as a friend. <laughs> yeah. So be a good friend. If you see signs of these horrible mother-in-laws, let your friends know that、um, this is the path that they're walking on. <laughs> You're gonna be a horrible mother-in-law. I'm like twenty-five. Then you will have twenty five years to learn and grow. <laughs> yeah,、okay. well, I mean, I'm I'm sure there are many other types of mother in law out there, but these are just the four that we've gathered from our research this week.、Um, yeah. But yeah, let us、I、know must... if you have a mother in law from hell, and if it's in a different category, and、we'll, we can learn from it. You know, prepare ourselves. Maybe, hopefully not. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin's the male child of a Chinese household, so like they went through that thing that you went through, and so he's like the pride and joy of the family. And so I was actually extremely nervous about this because yeah, his mom like waited on him hand and foot when he was younger. So、um, it's been good so far. I think it's because I've known him for so long. Like I, they knew me when I was like a baby. Yeah. And so I think there's a different relationship there, but I've also heard that it gets a lot worse when you get married. Oof! Yeah. So there is a simple solution to this: don't get married. Just yeah, it's true. <laughs> Why did I think about that? Good idea. Good idea. Damn. Yeah. Um, but I feel like his mom loves you, though. No. Um, she's okay with me. I don't think she dislikes me. I don't think she. I think she likes me. 
I'm I'm sure he, she likes you. I I feel like like what's there not to love, Amy? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I just have this like feeling that no one's gonna be good enough for him. I mean, I'm but I I'm feel like, like I'm probably the yeah. closest it'll be to like being good enough. Good enough yeah. for him. But I yeah. feel like all moms will always feel that way. I'm sure like. Like your mom will probably feel that way about you and Kevin. Like nobody's ever good enough for my. Hell no! She was ready for me to run off with whoever the fuck decided to scoop me up, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Trash on the ground. She's like, take her away already. <laughs> Finally, somebody has taken her away. <laughs> Why did it take so long? Oh, because she's trash. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. Um, yeah. So How about you? Are we transferring from my mommy issues to yours now, or what? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, okay, no, honestly, my mom's like one-tenth of your mother, so I'm very grateful. My mom is already on Lehman's side all the time. So, (gasps) like, me me and Lehman's birthdays are less than a month apart. And so, on my birthday, I've always spent my birthday, like, on the day off with my parents. Um, And I'll have, like, celebrations with my friends after the fact or before. But on the day of my birthday, I always make a point to spend it with my parents because I know it's important to them and I think I'm being a good daughter um so this year same thing I went over to their house even during quarantine and we had barbecue and everything and then my mom was like okay come over blah blah blah. and then when it comes to Lehman's birthday we my mom was like oh Lehman you should come over we'll prepare a big like meal for you my dad's a chef and Lehman <laughs> loves my dad's cooking and uh, my mom's like what do you want to eat and Lehman's like oh just barbecue is fine like the same thing that we did for Nana's birthday like it was really nice and my mom's like oh no you should order something else this is like not enough and then like <laughs> my mom was messaging through me so I was telling Lehman oh what else do you want to eat and Lehman named a few things so they started preparing for it and then my mom was like that's not enough you should order more and then I was like about to tell Lehman and I was like wait a second you never offered anything else for me what the hell is this <laughs> okay but also you have to remember that Lehman eats like four times as much as a normal human right so also true yeah so yeah Yeah. that is very sweet of your mother and also i'm I'm sorry for your loss (laughs) same thing same thing with our birthdays like a birthday presents my mom prepared a little like red pocket for me same with lehman and then she was messaging me like oh what should i get lehman as a present i'm like didn't you already give him a red pocket she's like yeah but like i should also get him a gift i'm like where's my gift (laughs) oh that's so sad wow like she loves Lehman already, and I'm very happy about that. And I like, I'm a little jealous. Just a little <laughs> bit, but... <laughs> well, it's gonna be a good relationship in the future, but yeah, spark your mommy issues quite a bit. Yeah, you know, eventually I would not even be the in the picture. I'll just my mom is <laughs> just gonna come over and be like, "Hey, is Lehman free? Can we hang out?" <laughs> it's gonna be Lehman and the grandchildren. I can just oh I, god fuck off. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. And here we are back with my <laughs> again. <laughs> I told you they were gonna come back just later in the episode. <laughs> yeah, we as promised, as delivered. Anyway, so that was the end of my mummy issue for this week, and as well as the episode um, for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I let me know if you guys like want to stop hearing about my mommy issues. Cause... No, no, no. I don't want to stop talking about it. Don't tell her to stop talking about it. 
<laughs> you just want to hear me complain about it so you feel better about your own mom. Legit, that's why I want to hear about it. <laughs> like, whenever I hear your stories, I'm like, oh, I guess my mom's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was the the episode for this week. And uh, let us know if you have any monster-in-law stories. It could be a a father-in-law that's crazy. Are father-in-laws bad too? I guess for the guy, right? Like, it's always the same sex that's fighting for some reason. Hmm, I didn't look into that. Maybe I'll have to look into father-in-law stories. Yeah, like, I've been watching Modern Family, re-watching Modern Family recently. Modern Family so fun i like literally pissed myself laughing at everything <laughs> who's your favorite character on modern family oh that's too hard I, it used to be i think it's phil phil oh yeah that's because he's so favorite. dumb he's <laughs> <laughs> so funny his book who's your phil favorite Lattie. um my favorite has to be luke phil's son really he's so oh because he's so dumb <laughs> but did you know that the actor for luke is actually like a child genius he yeah so okay funny. You know why I don't like Sean Mendez? Why? Because no, no. Luke looks like Sean Mendez as a kid, and so that's who I think of when I see Sean Mendez. And you, I'm like, wow, he's like twelve. You take it back, or else I'm not gonna tell you any more of my mom's stories. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see it, right? The resemblance. Nah. Oh god. Nah. <laughs> Show Mendez Army. Mendez Army forever. <laughs> Do not remind me how much older I am than Shawn Mendez. I don't care. Ugh. Asian just a number. Love sees no numbers. <laughs> I also really like Cam. Cam, yes. Cam's so I sassy. Love I love Cam. So and great. my other favorite character is um Lily. She's Oh yeah, she's so sassy. Funny. She's so yeah. funny. She's Do you funny. need a ambulance? Wah, wah. <laughs> so <laughs> good. So uh, yes, it's so well written too. Like all the jokes oh, are no. actually good. Yeah, I, I really stopped like watching it. like season six or something, but recently they just finished like the entire series. So oh. I'm like, I gotta finish. I gotta finish it and rewatch it. Yeah, we've also yeah. started watching Parks and Rec. That's a really good. Oh yeah. I feel like everyone is re-watching their favorite shows during the quarantine because there's literally nothing, nothing to do. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing beats it. Well, what, what well, were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, why did I bring up Modern Family? I, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> that's, uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening, and uh, please follow us at The Notebook Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, email us your stories or comments at the notebook podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your stories and let us know about your monster in laws or uh, if you do have a father in law story. And also, I'm still waiting on that good virgin story. Yeah, I don't think that's coming, Amy. I don't think that that exists. Okay, fine. No, I don't. I challenge you guys. To send us in a good good virgin story. Maybe we should start a challenge. A happy virginity. Happy first time challenge. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. All right. All right. It's on. Well, it's like- thank you for listening. And we will see you or listen to you or talk to you next week. Yes. We'll be in your ears next week. Remember? We'll be in your ears next week. Yes. Ew. Okay. Bye. Um-